the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Hello, people of America. I'm Todd Starnes. Wow, we are now six days away, ladies and gentlemen. Six days until the midterm election. Six days. Until we can stop the socialist scourge that has stained the fruited plain. Uh, welcome, everybody. We have a, a weird show for you today. Uh, just go ahead and get that out of the way. And uh, we don't know what's going to happen. It's, I mean, it's going to be wild. Uh, we've got a great radio roundtable coming up. Our good friend Mary Walter is going to be here. Uh, Denise Quinn from KYKN. Our good buddy Jeff Stein from KXEL. Also, uh, we're going to be speaking with David Bossy. So David is back. He wasn't able to join us yesterday uh, when he was scheduled. And our good buddy Riley Neeson is going to uh, weigh in from the young voters perspective out in the heartland. But the breaking news is that President Biden is going to address the nation tonight. And we think it's one of those, one of those Darth Brandon speeches. Uh, you remember the first one where uh, he stood before Independence Hall that was bathed in blood red lighting with two Marines on either side. And he talked about how MAGA people are the extremists. So I'm curious here and Grace Baker, we're going to, we're going to take a poll. I'm curious. What do you think he's going to say tonight? What do you think he's going to tell the nation, ladies and gentlemen? He's going to talk about, they're saying he's going to talk about how democracy is under threat. But what do you think he's going to do? What is the president going to do with his bully pulpit tonight? And we've got actually got a poll on Twitter. And uh, right now it's, it's sort of neck and neck. So my, my thinking here is he's either going to declare martial law. He's going to, uh, declare war against Russia tonight. Or he could cancel the elections. Can I say my vote? What's your vote? I think he's going to say, and this is not of the choices you just listed, but I think he's going to say, he's going to bring up the Paul Pelosi attack, and he's going to say it's MAGA Republicans' fault, and he's going to say MAGA Republicans are violent criminals, and we should lock them all up. You think that's what it is? Yeah. You see, I've got my toothbrush packed downstairs, because I am I think there could be something to what you're saying. I'm just saying. There could be a knock on the studio door, <laughs> and the FBI's there saying, hey, we're, you're, we're pulling you off the air. Like anybody who's retweeted anything about Donald Trump ever that's positive they're going to come lock everybody up it's it's very rare that you get anxious about a a speech but biden the 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 purpose of the speech and the theme of the speech is threats to democracy so grace there could be something to that 
that Biden could come out and could announce a roundup of, of MAGA conservatives. Maybe they sh- try to shut down conservative talk radio host. I mean, anything's on the table. You, you never know with this guy. So we're going to be taking your calls on this. What do you think Biden's going to do? What do you think he's going to say tonight, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, we're just a couple of days away from the election. Is this going to be the October surprise? Is Biden going to come out and announce something that could impact the election on Tuesday? And it's um, it's a very dangerous time in this nation because the Democrats know they are cornered like a wounded puma, and when you when you corner a wounded puma, uh, they will strike out, they will lash out, and they will do so in very unhinged ways. By the way, an update on that Paul Pelosi story: um, it turns out that the Capitol Police, the entire home of the Pelosi's, the entire palatial mansion was under video surveillance by Capitol Police back in Washington, D.C., and nobody nobody caught it. Nobody caught the break-in. Are you buying any of this, folks? I mean, the, the, the original narrative of what happened has now been thrown out the window, and they're just making it up as they go along now. But they would have you believe that um, the, the home of the person who was third in line to the presidency was, in fact, well-guarded, but just not well-guarded when the guy broke in, allegedly in the underpants. Uh, so I don't. if you believe it, hey, that, that's good for you. So anyway, give us a call, 844-747-8868. What do you think Joe Biden is going to say tonight? 844-747-8868. Now, I want to say something about Joe Biden. Yesterday, Biden was uh, giving a series of speeches, and it's very clear the mental decline is severe in this in this man. Cut number one, please. Well, if anybody think if we're doing it for the first time now in the 20, 21st century, going into the 20th, from the 20th century going into the second quarter of the 21st century, that we'd say 12 years is enough? Think 12 years is enough in the, going into 20, 30, oh, 40, 50? Lord, that's just terrible. The man doesn't even know what year it is. Uh, he also went on to say that um, that he attended a historically black college in Delaware. Uh, he said that he attended Delaware State University. When in, oh, we've got that audio. Let's take a listen. It's great to be at Florida Memorial University, one of the nation's great HBCUs. I'm a big fan of HBCUs. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. Okay, that's pretty good, man. What? Anyway. No, was it? Corn Pop was his roommate? No, that's not true. He went to the University of Delaware, not Delaware State University. He went to a Lily White school. Uh, and then, sadly, and, and again, we – and I want to preface this. Uh, the tragedy around his son, Bo, is, is, is just awful. Um, so we're not making fun of this. But Biden, once again, claimed that his son died in Iraq. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now. Because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, thinking of Iraq because that's where my son died. No, it's not. No, his son died years later of brain cancer on American soil. He, he was not in Iraq. 
folks, this is just – it's really a tragedy uh, what, what they're putting Biden through. Um, and again, whatever Biden says tonight, that's not coming from his mouth. It's coming from somebody else's. He's just mumbling the words on the teleprompter. Speaking of mumbling, cut number 19. Promised, he promised to have an infrastructure week. For four years, he promised infrastructure. It became a laugh line. Well, guess what? 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 Guess what? We don't even know what you're saying, sir. This is all on Dr. Mrs. First Lady Jill Biden, the woman who craves power and craves the White House so much she was willing to commit senior abuse to gain office. I mean, that's that's what this is all about. So anyway, the, the guy is just completely off of his rocker. He is forgetting things. A couple of days ago, Kamala Harris had to literally stop the man from walking off the edge of a stage. And I'm not sure why she even did that, because, you know, that is honestly to her benefit for him to just walk right off into the uh, the darkness. So what do you think Biden is going to tell the nation tonight? 844-747-8868. Let's go to Bill listening to us in Cordova, Tennessee, KWAM, our flagship station there. All right, Bill, what what do you think the president's going to say? Well, you know, I tell you what I think, and I hate to say it because I think we're better off with him. But I think he's going to acknowledge his mental issues, his dementia, and I think he's going to resign, making Kamala Harris president. Wow, you think you know? I didn't really think about that, but you think this could be this could be the moment that he pulls the plug? It could be. That's interesting, Bill. I I I've long thought that the president was not going to finish out his term, and we've been pretty open and honest about that here on this on this right. radio show. Absolutely. So I don't know. Maybe that would that be enough to get the Democrats out to vote on on election day? That's that's a tough one, right there. I don't know because that doesn't change the economic status at all. It, Every, all the problems that we're facing are still here, and I think the Democrats are waking up to it, many, many of them. And um, I, I don't think that it would have an impact on the election, to be honest with you, in, in my opinion. Okay. Bill, we're going to throw this out to the crowd here and uh, see what they think as well. Appreciate the call. Uh, Bill in Cordova, Tennessee, says he thinks Biden's going to announce that he's resigning tonight because of all of the uh, the mental hiccups. By the way, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, DSW, remember her? She was down in Florida, and she was trying to get the crowd just fired up for Biden. I'm telling you, the Democrats are in a world of hurt right now. They couldn't even fill up stadiums for Barack Hussein Obama in Detroit, Michigan. Here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz, cut number six. You want to improve people's lives? Yeah. I bet some people in here want to improve people's lives. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. Come on, people, let's wake up. We got the President of the United States in the house. Come on now. I know you got a little more energy than, than, than I hear. Okay, thank you very much. That's the crowd I know. Those are the people I represent. Okay, just wanted to make sure you were, were still here. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Todd, I think they're just matching the energy of the President. It's terrible. I mean, it, <laughs> so. is, it is incredibly terrible. So again, we're going to see how this plays out, Grace. Uh, Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, President Biden addressing the nation on threats to democracy. So so we've got one caller who says Biden's actually going to resign. 
Uh, I think that it could. I mean, Grace has a has a pretty good argument here, a pretty good point. It could be that he he condemns the violence against Pelosi, and then goes on the attack, and maybe there's a roundup of conservatives tonight. Regardless, if you're a MAGA supporter, you might want to have a toothbrush uh, pack just in case you get um, you get sent down to the pokey. So here's what I want to I want you to remember as we go into the midterms, and just this is. This is, when I vote, this is why I'm voting. I mean, there are a lot of issues, a lot of issues out there. But this is the issue that's sending me to the ballot box on Tuesday. It's the China virus pandemic. The Democrats shut down our churches and businesses and schools. They arrested our fellow countrymen. They fined our fellow countrymen. You had Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. She was banning people from planting a garden or even going to fish. She didn't want people to be self-sufficient. You had Nancy Pelosi getting the private salon visits. You had the mayor of San Francisco going out to the parties, uh, unmasked in nightclubs, going on vacations. They would not even allow the Jews to bury their dead in peace. And this is why I'm going to the ballot box on Election Day, because the Democrats were using the pandemic as an experiment to see just how far they could push the American people down that slippery slope to socialism. They wanted to see just how willing the American people would be to give up some of their fundamental rights just so they could feel safe. They were literally softening us up for socialism. And I think the experiment has backfired. You're going to be the judge of that. But instead of surrendering our liberties, it looks like the American people are fighting back. Just about every poll out there, folks, is now predicting a red tsunami that's about to sweep across the fruited plain. And I hope that's the case, but you got to get out there and you got to go vote. Got to do it. All right, got to take a break. We have lines open. John in Maine, Keith in North Carolina, 844-747-8868. We have new polling data out for white suburban moms uh, looking very good for Republicans. This is the Todd Stern Show. You guys have helped build MyPillow into an incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set made with USA cotton comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98, now just $39.98 with my promo code. There is a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS. Or go to MyPillow.com slash STARNS. That's MyPillow.com slash STARNS and use the promo code STARNS. Hi, Todd. Hi, Grace. I think uh, President Brandon's going to say, I'm just going to hurt the best. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ed from Texas. <laughs> 
Uh, well, that I mean, it could be what Biden says. It's hard to it's hard to know. They're going to get him juiced up for the speech tonight. But this again was uh, un, this this is a spur of the moment thing. Uh, we don't know what the president's going to say, but he is going to address the nation tonight. We have a poll up at uh, toddstearns.com. I'm sorry, at uh, our Twitter account. Uh, Todd Starnes is uh, the uh, blue check mark for now. We're not paying the twenty bucks a month, so that may go away soon. Uh, but we want to know: Is uh, Biden going to cancel the elections, declare war on Russia, or announce martial law? Forty percent say declare war on Russia uh, in our poll. Uh, others say that he's going to resign. What say you? Let's go to the great state of Maine. John WLOB, our great affiliate there. All right, John, what say you? Hi, Todd. Thanks for the call. Um, my, my concern is he's going to talk about voting uh, fraud and denying outcomes and sort of set the stage for what they may be guilty of uh, in uh, terms of voter fraud to get the Democrats elected. So if there's controversy or any sort of disagreement with the results in their favor, they can get ahead of it and say, well, you're just denying election results. Oh, so you're so you're thinking they may be pulling a you can't trust the outcome of the election. They're, so, so the election may be stolen. Well, I think they're going to preface uh, election deniers. So if they do fraud and things win, uh, uh, go the blue way, they can say anyone who who challenges that or questions voter fraud, uh, it's really on the other side. So I, I think it's sort of like setting the stage to uh, say that these people denying the outcomes are, you know, are interfering with free elections when they may be the ones committing the fraud, because I think there's evidence of that, there's a precedent of that in the prior election. So that's my concern. They'll try to uh, get ahead of the narrative. So if you question results, you're just denying election outcomes. Very interesting, John. That is a very interesting thought. Um, All right, we're writing that one down. Uh, Thank you for listening. And I'm telling you, folks, this is why we have the smartest the best audience on all of talk radio you guys come to the show every single day prepared and clearly there is there is something up tonight so biden is going to do something uh what that is we don't know but i don't think it's going to be good uh let's go to robin in indiana all right robin what what do you think here what do you think biden's gonna do uh, I'm on the same lines. Uh, uh, I'm going along with uh, John. Here's what I think is going to happen, because we do know that that uh, corrupt federal judge arrested uh, on contempt charges, Catherine Engelbrick and Greg Phillips, who um, were producing some evidence just because they wouldn't turn over their um, confidential informant. And I also think, you know, with the um, DOJ opening up an investigation against the uh, federal judges ruling that they can have those people watching in Arizona, the election drop boxes because they were dressed in camouflage and were armed. I think we're going to see Biden go full front on against the MAGA crowd, um, blaming it all on Trump and they're getting ready for something big to happen. I, I think they're going to probably make something happen, and, tr- and he's going to get ahead of it to make it look like we did it. Could be, Robin, uh, because they know that this is going to be a massive, I mean, devastating obliteration of the Democrat Party. In uh, Pennsylvania, you had the quarter million ballots that were um, that were sent out that should not have been sent out. Uh, now you've got the Pennsylvania Supreme Court weighing in. 
Um, they've ordered election officials not to count any mail ballots with dates omitted or that were incorrectly right. dated by voters. Look, Robin, I, I, I think the the opportunities for fraud are ripe. Uh, and the Democrats are going to do whatever they can. I don't think it. I don't think they're going to be successful, though, Robin. Which could be one of the reasons why President Biden is going to be coming out tonight, and maybe casting doubt on the outcome of the elections. Robin, great call, great insight. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. We'll be right back, America. There's no doubt the nation is facing a financial crisis because of the Biden administration's economic policies. Hi, this is Todd Stearns, and no doubt our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, physical. It's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold, and they can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship the gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can actually fit inside a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Everybody, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Getting some more intel on what we can expect tonight from Joe Biden. Apparently, he's going to be delivering the speech from Capitol Hill tonight. So this is a throwback to January 6th. Uh, we're, we're going to get some, uh, in, in probably a few minutes here, we're efforting some audio from the White House Senior Advisor, Anita Dunn. And uh, we're, we're going to bring that to you. She's giving us some insight into to how... Uh, Biden is going to deliver the speech. And folks, um, I want to warn you that the White House is telling us Biden is going to be angry tonight. So he's going to be screaming at people tonight. Um, that could, that could again give credit, uh, give, uh, gr- give credibility what Grace just predicted, uh, that this is going to be an effort to, um, to crack down on all you MAGA people. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. By the way, Liz Cheney is batting for the other team. Well, no, not that way. My, my apologies. That kind of came out wrong. Uh, Liz, <laughs> uh, it's uh, Wednesday. It's hump day. So anyway, uh, Liz Cheney is now gushing over House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And I want to say a word about Speaker Pelosi. Uh, I, um, I did not really know her before I began work on the January 6th committee. Um, I'm not sure if I had ever spoken to her, actually. Uh, but since I have been on the committee... Um, and, and I say this, everyone knows, you know, she is a liberal from San Francisco. I'm a conservative from Wyoming. There are many, many issues, maybe most issues on which we disagree. Um, but, uh, I think that she is, um, a tremendous leader. 
I've watched her up close. She's a leader of historic consequence. Um, she uh, has put this committee together and demonstrated her commitment to the truth. By the way, have you have you noticed that Liz Cheney, um, if if you put a blonde wig on George W. Bush, there is a striking, striking similarity between the two. And I don't recall ever seeing Liz in the same room with George W. Bush. Is it possible that they are one in the same? I don't know. Just making an observation here. But anyway, Lizzo Cheney, in a rather stunning turn of events, did an interview with Public Welfare Broadcasting. That's uh, that's where she made those comments, heaping praise on Pelosi on PBS. Now, what I find ironic about all of this is that Pelosi once called Lizzo's daddy, and keep in mind, Liz Cheney is the daughter of Dick. Uh, Dick Cheney, she was, Pelosi called Dick Cheney a war criminal. I mean, we're not making this up. So now Liz Lizzo Cheney is now embracing the woman who called her father, Dick, a war criminal. Folks, I hate to say this, but Liz Cheney's just lost it. I mean, she has a raging case of Trump derangement syndrome here. And again, a malady that has no cure. It's unfortunate, but that's the reality. She's been out there campaigning for Democrats. Now she's endorsing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. There's no way this woman is a conservative. And it's unfortunate, but her career is over. Her political career is over. Keep in mind that she lost her re-election bid in the primary by 37 points. The Republicans don't want her. The Democrats don't want her. She's a political pariah. And and unfortunately, and again, I I like Liz Cheney. I Years ago, if you asked me who the first female president was going to be, I would have said Liz Cheney. She voted with the Trump agenda more so than many of the other people that are out there running as conservatives. And yet her hatred of this president is so great, she's just saying, you know what, I'm done here. So there you go. I, I'm afraid she's going to be destined to live the remainder of her life in obscurity. Or maybe she can get a job at CNN, which is basically the same thing. It is what it is. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. It's, it's just crazy out there, folks. Oh, Have you heard about Obama? So Obama is back in the news. Here's how bad it is. The Democrats do not want Biden or Harris out there on the campaign trail. So now Obama is out there doing these speeches, and nobody's listening to him. He just he looks he doesn't look healthy. Have you seen the images? Have you seen the videos of Obama? He he almost looks too too skinny. So I don't know if he's back to doing the smoke of the cigarettes or maybe smoking something else. I don't know, but he's not looking good. He looks frail, and he's got the preacher voice. Uh, you know, he he loves pandering to the audience, especially if it's a black audience. And he's he always speaks in this speak in this preacher voice whenever he does the uh, the speeches uh, to predominantly black audiences. So now Obama is is doing TikTok interviews, and he did a TikTok interview with this person whose pronouns I don't know. Grace, 
are a bit fuzzy. Is that a polite way of saying it? Yes, I st- I watched the video and I was like, I'm is it not a dude? Sure. Is it a dude? I think it's a woman. We've got the uh, we've got the video on our website. Looks like a dude, but I think it's a gal. I've heard the voice. Once you hear the voice, though, I think it's a woman trying to look like a dude. Remember Saturday Night Live? Yeah. There was a TV. They they did a little parody bit years ago on Pat. And the whole thing, Pat was androgynous. You didn't know if Pat was a a guy or a gal. Oh. This is sort of like a gussied up version (laughs) of Pat. So Pat could be Patrick or Patricia. That's true. Or Darlene. I don't know. Darlene. Anyway, I don't know. Here's uh, here's president, and I've got to set this up for our listeners. So the the person of questionable pronoun uh, usage is under a table delivering the news, and Obama is sitting on the carpet, Indian style. Oh, are we allowed to say that anymore, Grace? Is that permissible? I mean, back when I was a kid, you would sit, you crossed your legs, but it was called Indian. You're going to sit Indian That's style. That's true. I you know I say crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's what I grew up saying, but I know that phrase too. I just said crisscross applesauce. All right, so this is this is uh, President Obama um, on TikTok. It's Monday night, and here's what's happened. Me, what are you what are you doing under my desk? Well, under the desk is kind of my thing. I mean, Uh, but here's the thing: you can stay for now, but when it comes time to voting, you're going to have to get up. Because you've got climate change legislation on the ballot, you've got gun safety, and if we can elect more pro-choice members of Congress, we can reinstitute Roe versus Wade as the law of the land. So you can't stay here. You're going to have to take a little bit of time to vote. It's now a bad time to say that I voted for McCain in 2008. Eh, as long as you voted. <laughs> okay. okay. Go to IWillVote.com, and I will see you at the polls. All right. So there you go. Um a couple of things. By the way, the 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 anchor's name is Vitus Spihar. V I T U S. That's not helping us with the pronoun here. Vitus Spihar and has millions of followers on the TikTok. Millions. More people watch this pronoun confused person on TikTok than the entire lineup at CNN, the most profane name in news. Crying Negro Network. Thanks, Judge Joe Brown. By the way, he's running for mayor of Memphis, Tennessee. I don't know if you guys knew that, but uh, Judge Joe Brown, good guy. So anyway, uh, there you have it. Uh, Vita Spihar um, doing an interview with President Obama. And these things are very effective. I mean, a lot of young people, they uh, do the TikTok. You know, if you're a school teacher, that's where you come out of the closet and you announce your, you know, gender neutrality or whatever. But here's what gets me. I mean, China owns TikTok. China controls TikTok. It seems to me that Obama coming onto TikTok could, in fact, be considered a national security issue. Just want to throw that out there. I, I'm thinking it's a dude, but I can't. It's it's. I didn't see the Adam's apple. That's the that's the dead giveaway. But you never know nowadays. You never, you never know. know. But I I do think the voice though sounds too feminine fair enough it's fair enough yeah it sounds like a female trying to be a dude exactly yes it would be yes i i I get it now okay i think it's a i think it's a gal i think (laughs) that's what i'm thinking 844-747-8868 we don't do tiktok we really don't i I, you've got to be somewhat clever and to do tiktok i'm just not that clever uh i'm not clever enough to do tiktok 
All right, do we have Kyle? Do we have that audio ready yet? We're still working. We're still efforting it. It's like eighty minutes long, folks. So we're trying to cut it down as as best we can. We'll get to it momentarily. Uh, but again, the White House sitting on an advisor uh, on the um, on the cable news channels to explain who Biden's going to be yelling at tonight. All right, we've got to take a break here. We'll be taking your calls eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That's a toll free telephone number. That's eight four four. 747-8868. The big election is next week, but do you know what's at stake? Well, Rob Schmidt does, and every night this week, he's on Newsmax talking about the real issues the big media will not talk about. Rob shows how inflation really is killing us, as Congress does very little. Rob also looks at the border, soaring crime, the radical left, the woke agenda, All this week, Rob speaks with the candidates in the big races that will change America. He goes close up on the races in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Nevada, Georgia, Arizona. Find out who's winning. This is why I watch Newsmax, and I've got to watch Rob Schmidt tonight. You should, too. Newsmax already the hottest cable news channel in America. Millions literally switching to Newsmax. They're turning off the bad guys for news they can trust. So watch news, Watch Rob Schmidt tonight on Newsmax. Trust me, folks, you make the switch, you won't look back. Actually, so we start... Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The news, and we have some breaking news being made on the Axios stage. President Biden tonight will give a speech on democracy, and I understand he's going to lay a factual predicate. Jen, Jen, give us a sneak peek. Yes, well, obviously, um, President Biden has been speaking about democracy um, for the entire time he's been in office and before then. You know, I think you can expect to hear from him this evening, um, similar to what he's been saying uh, over the course of the last several months, um, that there is uh, a lot at stake, including democracy, and that everyone has a role in that. I think the other thing that will be really important and something, um, you know, you heard from President Biden in 2020 uh, was that, you know, people are going to be able to vote to over 25 million already have. Um, they are uh, voting all across the country, you know, in some places where we will have a lot of attention, focus, uh, the votes will be counted and will take a few days to be counted because that's how democracy works to make sure every vote is counted. So he'll and highlight that as well. For those who are tweeting along at hashtag Axios events, uh, thank you for this breaking news. And what's the mm-hmm. setting and why? He'll be making the speech from Capitol Hill. And why will he be making the speech from Capitol Hill? Because On January 6th, we saw violence geared towards subverting democratic processes there. So it is, you know, it's an appropriate place to make these remarks tonight. And political violence, you know, the threat of political violence, which 
most Americans find abhorrent the idea that you would use violence to further your political means. You know, it's something that unites almost all Americans and that we can all be united against. And obviously, we've seen horrible things happen quite recently, certainly the speaker's husband. But um, it's from Capitol Hill because that is where there was an attempt to subvert our democracy. And Anita, my reporting indicates President Biden is increasingly willing to take on these forces. He seems to be warming to being aggressive, proactive about this. No, I think the president believes that you have to name it, that you have to be very straight with the American people, you know, as he likes to say, from the shoulder. And he um, and he will be very clear tonight that there he is speaking to people who don't agree with him on any issues, who don't agree on his agenda, but who, you know, we really can unite behind this idea, this fundamental value of democracy. Is, is that a Bidenism? Say it from the shoulder or what's the expression? <laughs> There's a bit of a Bidenism. <laughs> what, what is the expression? To be very, you know, it means to be very direct. Say it from the shoulder. Yeah, from the shoulder. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Uh, That was uh, the White House um, talking on Axios a few moments ago, explaining what's going to happen tonight at this surprise speech Biden will be delivering. And we'll be uh, carrying it live. We'll offer live commentary on the website later tonight. You know, here's what gets me. And all this talk about violence, what have we said on this program over and over and over again? Whenever the Democrats accuse you of doing something, they're the ones that are actually doing it. The Democrats are the ones that are out there causing violence, attacking people in the streets, beating people up, running people over with cars, burning down our cities, looting our stores. The Democrats are the ones that are doing this, not the conservatives. And what I find abhorrent is that the Democrats and the mainstream media would use the attack on Paul Pelosi as an opportunity to blame it on the MAGA world. The guy who attacked Paul Pelosi in his underwear, allegedly, with a hammer, had nothing to do with the Republican Party, had nothing to do with President Trump, had nothing to do with the MAGA world. Nothing at all. And anyone who tells you anything else is lying to you. This guy was a radical leftist who supported BLM and the gay pride movement. So my question is, why aren't they out there attacking the gay pride community? Why aren't they out there attacking the human rights campaign? Or GLAAD? Why aren't they attacking Black Lives Matter? Because, again, that guy was flying their flags. He wasn't flying a Trump flag. You say, well, Tom, what about all of his social media? But We don't even know he wrote those. Clearly, the man was a lunatic. A lot of questions about what happened in San Francisco. Why were the Capitol Police not doing their job? Did someone tell them to stand down? We're still wanting to know the answer to that question for what happened on January the 6th. A lot of questions. You mean to tell me that you've got, you've got Capitol Police officers and their job is is to protect Nancy Pelosi, and you're telling me they were off the job, they were out getting a cup of coffee, and they didn't see the attack at the Pelosi mansion? You really want us to believe that? 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. Nancy writing in. A lot of you folks weighing in on our social media page. You can watch the show on Facebook Live. Nancy says, Todd, we have a nursing home running our country. 
Now, that's true. Gene says, Todd, I wonder if Biden's going to resign and turn it over to the VP. Maybe he will take her with him. Then Pelosi would take over. That way, Pelosi would be president, and the Republicans could not immediately take back the office. That's uh, something to think about. Nancy says, that man, Joe Biden, is demented and should not be in office. So I don't know here, folks. It's going to be an ugly speech. We know that because clearly Biden is mentally not there. He is a clearly troubled person, and he will lash out. He'll not only read what's on the teleprompter, but you know he's going to go off script, and he's going to start screaming. I just hope he doesn't fall off the stage. Maybe Kamala Harris is going to be there to make sure he doesn't fall off the stage, or the nursemaid. That would be Joe Biden. All right, we got to take a break. Get out of here, folks. An hour or two coming up. We've got a lot happening. David Bossy is going to be here. Riley Neeson. Your calls, your thoughts as well. 844-747-8868. Give us a holler and head over to the website. You got to watch this Obama video. Yeah, I think it's a gal. I, I really do think she's a she. Maybe? I don't know. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Big Show. Good to have you with us today. A lot going on across the country We are now six days until the midterm elections. And, folks, I hope you're feeling good. I am feeling great. Uh, New polling data out there shows a massive, massive turnout of early voters among Republicans. Typically, Republicans do not vote early. They vote day of. That tells me that we're heading in the right direction. New survey out showing that typically blue suburban congressional districts are now shifting towards the Republicans uh, as we are now six days out from the election. By the way, just want to remind you that we are going to be providing six hours of live election coverage over at ToddSterns.com. You'll be able to watch the whole team as we cover races all across America. It's going to be a big night uh, next Tuesday uh, here on the Todd Starnes radio program. All right, 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, uh, Kyle, I, I want to play some audio here, and I want to do this back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Uh, this is just give you an idea, folks, of what we're talking about. People in blue states, blue cities, Massachusetts, and Philadelphia, among others, cut 10, 11, and 12. This is Carol out of Massachusetts, voting Republican this cycle. Carol, good morning. I am going to vote Republican this absolutely for every, the district, uh, the top level. Uh, after what the Democrats have done to this country in the last uh, year or so, I do not understand how people can continue to vote Democratic. I've noticed the ads in Massachusetts from the the Democratic side, and they're absolutely 
full of untruths. They do not give a good explanation. Ask longtime residents and they'll tell you nothing feels normal in Philly anymore. I walk with a taser in my hand because there have been several assaults in the beautiful park that's one block up. It's it's a free-for-all. Marty Lieberman and her sister Pamela own this mac and cheese restaurant in Philadelphia's center city. We had our window smashed. I stood right next to the police officer who I knew hands were tied. And it was clear that this gentleman was not mentally well. But at the end of the day, I can't worry about everyone's mental state when we have a business to save after a thing like COVID. Uh, but we'll head to Wisconsin right now. Bob's in Milwaukee voting for the independent this cycle. Bob, what election are you voting for the independent on? Um, Republican. You're voting Republican, not independent. I'm, a, I'm an independent voting all Republican. And why is that? Because of all the propaganda and continuous lying about Social Security and Medicare. Every every cycle, the Democrats always bring up Social Security. The Republicans are going to somehow eliminate it. Folks, I'm telling you that the key demographic to pay very close attention to as as we're moving to November the 8th, the independent voters, the independent voters in every single poll I've seen are now are now skewing Republican. If that happens, we are going to see that tsunami on Election Day. Meanwhile, tonight, President Biden going to be addressing the nation from the U.S. Capitol, another Darth Brandon speech. Let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Deanna in Maine, WLOB. What do you think Biden's going to be saying? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I, I love your reference to Darth Brandon, and it kind of leads right into my question because I wanted to circle back to the speech that he gave with those red lights. And we all know that he does somewhat okay reading from a teleprompter. He kind of stays on topic. But the man is so incoherent. And in that other speech with the red lights, he was like on point, on point. And he didn't miss a beat through the whole entire speech. And I just want to know how that happened and who was actually speaking. Because to me... Not only was it way off track for any party in the United States, but it was done in such a way that it was just seemed like it was to incite riot. That's kind of my question. I don't think anyone has a real answer except those who produced it. You know, Deanna, it, it, I think you're onto something there, and it's much like what Maxine Waters did when she told her supporters to get out in the faces of the Trump supporters absolutely harass them in the grocery stores and the restaurants. And then when that actually happened, and it did happen across the country, uh, she can say, oh, that wasn't me. I didn't tell anybody to be violent. No, she unleashed the Kraken, and that's exactly what Biden is going to do tonight. And we've got to be very, very concerned about that. Yes, I am. Yeah, I, I am. All right, Deanna, appreciate the call. Hang in there. Uh, folks, who's really going to be doing the talking tonight? Biden's going to be flapping his jaws, but who do you think is really behind what Biden is going to say tonight? 844-747-8868. 
844-747-8868. Let's go to North Carolina. Wade, listening to us on WHKP. Wade, what say you? Well, I, I say, uh, talking about the red wave, I hope we have a red wave. But I don't know. It seems like the, the Democrats have all these mail-in votes and, and uh, they have enough to, uh, to win. Yeah, I'm with you, Wade. Um, I I think that the mail-in votes are, it's good to know that Republicans are getting out, but we've got to get out the vote on Election Day. Uh, That's typically when the Republicans are out there. Um, They don't typically vote early, uh, but the numbers we're seeing really from around the country where early voting has already started looking very good for uh, conservatives. Wade, appreciate the telephone call, 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. And uh, by the way, folks, if you haven't already done so, you need to go check out toddsterns.com, bookmark our website, and also sign up for the newsletter and the free podcast. So you'll be able to listen to the program wherever you are across America. By the way, I want to go back here. Uh, Don Lemon, this is fascinating. Don Lemon over at CNN is among those now saying that that even the candidates just don't want to be seen around Biden. That's a big factor in where Biden has been these last few days. He is not going to the places that you're seeing former President Obama go to. It's because of that approval rating. And a lot of people are not, you know, they don't want to be seen with the president, quite frankly. And they don't want to even answer the question about whether they should be, be um, running with him or at having, having him on the campaign trail or if they'll support him come 2020. Yeah. I mean, this is CNN talking about this, folks, not not Fox News. Uh, meanwhile, Tim Ryan, who is running for the Senate in Ohio against J.D. Vance, was actually booed when he knowingly lied about a police officer being killed on January the 6th. Take a listen. The guys who stormed the Capitol on January 6th, they are the lead. They're the leaders. This is what I'm saying. They stormed the Capitol on January 6th. They beat up 140 police officers, killed, killed one. Okay, they killed, they killed one. We all, we all, we all watched, we all watched the, we all watched the video. We all watched the video. And I, let him finish, please. And I work. I'm, I'm happy to have this conversation. I'm not afraid to have this conversation. These are the conversations we need to have in this country. I welcome you guys. Let's just be respectful. But I'm not afraid to stand here and defend my position. Um, on January 6th, 140, cap, I, I sit on the subcommittee that funds the Capitol Police. These are my friends. 140 of them got hurt. And some of them still can't go back to work because they were beat up with lead pipes. They were sprayed with pepper spray. They were beaten with flagpoles. Okay? They were trying to overthrow the government. They were trying to stop the peaceful transition of the government. What else were they doing there? Are they going to kill Mike Pence? Right? They want to kill Nancy Pelosi. Now somebody's beating up Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer. J.D. Vance raised money. For the insurrectionists. He made several social media posts to raise money for them. Now, again, I don't care what your politics are, but Americans should say no. We have to say no to that. Now, this and, and this is the difference between this talk radio program and Brett Baer over at Fox News Channel. And he was the one who was overseeing this town hall. If I had been in that position, I would have said flat out, hey, wait a second, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tim Ryan, 
you're wrong. The, a police officer was not killed. Instead, you heard Brett Baer say, oh, let him speak, let him speak, trying to shut up the quiet crowd. And the crowd there was doing the job of Brett Baer. Brett Baer should have called out Tim Ryan and said, what are you doing here? Why are you lying? You know what happened on that day. Police officers were not killed on January the 6th. Anyway, got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, people, welcome back. Todd Starnes here with you. So delighted to have you with us. This Wall Street Journal poll is rather fascinating. White suburban women now favor Republicans by 15 points. They've literally moved 27 points away from Democrats since August. Uh, That is a staggering number. Also, uh, white suburban women favor Donald Trump over Joe Biden, which again is a hist- it's a massive shift in support to the Republican Party, and and honestly, I have to imagine that safety is is top of the mind awareness among suburban voters. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, our good friend. You've heard him a lot over this past election cycle, uh, giving the um, the opinion and the viewpoint of young conservatives, Riley Neeson. Uh, Riley, good to have you back with us. Good to be on, sir. And looking forward to a big election night. You're going to be part of our coverage. Uh, going to be uh, broadcasting border to border, coast to coast, Riley. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, well, let's just jump into this. Uh, Riley, I'm curious to know, from your perspective, uh, young voters, what are the big issues that you guys are concerned about? We're hearing crime, the economy, the border among older conservatives. What about the younger crowd? You know, I, I've got to say that I think the number one issue is the economy. The price of things, being able to afford day-to-day essentials, I think that's what most Americans, especially young Americans, are focusing on right now. You've been you've been in conservative politics for a long time. I mean, you've uh, been a, a part of a number of Republican organizations. What's what's your take, your opinion on this particular election? Uh, is there more excitement, more enthusiasm? You know, I think people are seeing the effects of Democrat leadership in their day to day lives, and that is motivating people. People are enthusiastic like never before to get to the polls because they realize how important it is to have strong Republican leaders to ensure that, you know, we can do the things we like to do day to day. And what about you personally? I mean, you're uh, you're a college student. You're I'm sure you're having to work a couple of jobs as well. Uh, how's that been for you? You know, it's been tricky going to the grocery store. You know, um, each week I see the prices increase and it, it's things I had to budget for. And I it's it's scary. And so, I mean, the first day that I was able to vote, I went and, and voted straight Republican ticket because I know that we need true effective leaders in office to fix these problems. All right, Riley, hold on a second. Grace Baker, Grace Baker. So when Riley arrives uh, at the at the broadcast bunker, yes. you know, we've got all that candy left over from yes. the from the boo bash. We have a lot of candy. We call it we Riley, we didn't call it Halloween. We we were going to call it Fall Festival, but uh, Grace, you saw a great uh, a great Babylon Bee. Hold on, Riley, I'm going to get to the point yeah, in a minute. It's a report. Jesus knows your fall festivals are really Halloween it's, parties. It's really <laughs> true though, right? Anyway, we got to make sure right. We got to send Riley back with food. Oh yeah, I'll have like a gift basket. Let's do it. <laughs> you will not go hungry here, Riley. So no. we'll get you stocked up. 
Perfect. Uh, Riley, no, I think that's I think that's a valid concern, um, and especially young people. And Grace, you're a newlywed. I mean, we pay you pretty well around here, but still, I have yes. to imagine that going to the supermarket it's a tough thing. Yeah, like I could get out of there, you know, less than fifty bucks. Just I'm like, I got like four things, and I spent fifty dollars. What the heck? Don't even don't even get me started on the eggs. And, and Riley, I went to the mar- I, I was calling in the Grubhub the other day, and I realized when you added up the totals, it was more to deliver it than it was to actually buy the food on Grubhub. Of course, yeah. I mean, we're facing a major worker shortage. And I think that's another example of failed Democrat leadership. Uh, no, I think you're right about that. Oh, I've got to play this audio, um, and i got to get your take on it, because I know you work hard, uh, Riley. And uh, this is a fellow young person, a Gen Zer, who works at Starbucks and oh, we don't have that. So we're not going to play the audio, but uh, this person worked at Starbucks and they were like weeping. Uh, they were just, they were so upset because they had to work 25 hours a week and go to college. Riley, when you, when you hear those kinds of stories, what goes through your mind? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm someone that works 50 hours a week and is a student as well. So I have very little sympathy, I've got to say. <laughs> No, it's you, you really wonder about people and their upbringing and you know what kind of an upbringing they must have they must have had to be so entitled. They they were spoiled, I think. Clearly, 50 hours a week? Yes, sir. Jeez, Lou Riley. All right. Well, we you see this is why we like you. You've got a good strong work ethic. So, all right. Well, Riley, uh predictions for Tuesday. How do you think it's going to go for uh, for the Republicans? I think that it's going to be a pretty landslide victory. I think it's going to be really exciting to see. Uh, Well said. And uh, you will have a front row view of it, and we look forward to having you as a part of our coverage. And uh, we'll see you in Memphis. Sounds good. Can't wait. All right. Riley Neeson, ladies and gentlemen. Gracie works 50 hours a week. And then he goes to school full time. That's insane. And he I don't think we pay him. I feel bad now. I know, but hey, we're going to give him a good trip when he comes down here. That's it. We got to give him some ribs, right? barbecue. Got to do the ribs. Do you know if he's? I should have asked him. I don't even know if he's been to Memphis before. That's what I want to know because I want to know where he's been and take him to places he hasn't been. We should take him to Graceland. That's an experience. I've only been there one time, <laughs> literally in the last year too. Oh, it is not a place that locals right. typically no that's it. true all right, let's try to work in a call here lakeland tennessee we got a lot of sturges that live in lakeland uh, let's go to jim listening to us on kwam hey jim what's on your mind well when you're talking about biden speaking to our nation tonight todd is there any way he could declare all illegal immigrants u.s citizens well, that's interesting. Um, probably not no legal way he could do that, but he might try to encourage illegals to vote. Yeah, he might. I just didn't know if there was a way he could do that because, you know, I wouldn't trust him no further than I can throw him. I mean, Obama pulled the whole executive order on the Dreamers, so maybe there could be shena- some shenanigans. But I think this is more about putting a target on the backs of every conservative out there, Jim. It could be. It could be. He's going to try anything, I mean, at this point. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right about that. Jim, that music means we got to scoot out of here. Thank you for listening, sir. And thanks for listening to KWAM, our great radio affiliate. All right. Got to take a break here, folks. 844-747-8868. We have Robert. We have Webb coming up. It's going to be a fun show here, folks. We'll be right back. 
right, Grace, you got to remind me. We got some hate mail, and it was handwritten, so I've got to read this sometime today. I don't want to do it while David Bossy's hanging out with us. That's that, Yeah, that's... That's not nah, hospitable. Save it for later. I'll save it for later. Okay. Let's uh, go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Hang tight if you're on, on hold. We're going to get to your calls in just a little while. I want to go to our good friend. He is president of Citizens United, David Bossy. And, David, I know you blew us off yesterday, but we, I'm just kidding. We're glad to have you back with us today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yesterday was a, a, a tough day. Yeah. David, are you? Th- we may have a bad phone connection here. Uh, David, are you with us? I have. I have you fine time. Okay, very good. Uh, David, we just appreciate your great work, and uh, you're, you have been part of the effort to, to really, I think that is responsible for what's going to happen on Tuesday uh, as we are looking at all of these polls um, now breaking for Republicans. What's your take on the race? It's just it's going to be a good day for conservatives and for Republicans uh, as a whole. You're you're exactly right. There are races, you know. I've I've seen this, uh, you know, in the Gingrich Revolution. I saw this in in 2010. Uh, you know, races come on line right at the end. People aren't even paying attention. That's why you're seeing all these networks say, "Oh, it's moved from you know uh, lean Democrat to toss up." Well, that's code for the Republican is going to win, and you know and. And when it goes from toss up to lean Republican, that's a definite. We're going to win. Um, it's just a matter of how big. Uh, I, I do believe, Todd, we're going to we're going to win back not only the majority in the House but also in the United States Senate. Which, as you know, in this tough map of a year, right? Like this is a there's twice as many uh, seats that we have to defend, and and Democrats should be able to pick up seats, and they're not able to because Joe Biden and their socialist agenda is being uh, rejected at every turn. You're looking at, at Republicans leading and possibly winning in places they haven't won in decades. So looking at the Oregon governor's race, Washington yes. State, the Senate race there uh, is so up for grabs. Unbelievable what's been happening out there. Well, so so let's just talk about that for a second. We're, ta- we're having conversations, uh, and I do this routinely all day, every day, conversations. Oh, I think we lost United States Senate. United States Senate. Can can you hear me, Todd? David, you're coming in now. Yeah. Okay. And and where where we're coming in? Where we have um, the United States Senate seat in Washington State up for grabs? New York governor's race. Right. We're talking about races that have just for twenty, thirty years have never been talked about, and it's just a a tremendous w- reason that the Democrats are scared to death. And let me just point out. Where Joe, Todd, do you know where Joe Biden is going to be on election eve campaigning on Monday night? No, I'm assuming his basement in Delaware, but um, no. (laughs) Very close by, very close by, halfway up the Acela from Washington, D.C. He's going to be in Baltimore, Maryland on Monday night campaigning. Todd, Joe Biden isn't welcome anywhere in the country except for a deep blue city in a blue state. It is it is ridiculous that he's campaigning. It's embarrassing that he's campaigning in Maryland. And part of it is because he can't screw up the governor's race because that guy is so far ahead in the polling. But he's also, on the other hand, trying to win these congressional seats for these incumbent Democrats who are in danger in Baltimore. 
if you can imagine Dutch Ruppersberger and, 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 and John Sarbanes are in danger. David Trone is in danger. Long-term incumbent liberal Democrats are in trouble in Maryland. Todd, to go back to our point, we shouldn't be talking about these blue states uh, in a normal election year. It is going to be so good and so big. That's where that that's why we are. David, I am stunned at this Wall Street Journal poll that came out. I, I knew that white suburban women were leaning to the Republicans, but now, according to the Wall Street Journal numbers, uh, by 15 points, they favor Republicans. That is a 27-point shift yeah. away from the Democrats. What do you make of that? Well, it's the Democrats believing, just like they, in my opinion, uh, because of the way they do their divisive identity politics, whether it's talking to the African-American community or Hispanics, they take everyone for granted. And it includes the women vote, the female vote. And so they package them up into this group of, of, of people who are all about abortion. And they believe that abortion was the key to that vote block. And it clearly is not. Because guess what? Women are incredibly smart and they believe the science. So they're not as pro-abortion uh, as the Democrats want you to believe. Uh, and it's not all women that are pro-abortion. So they make these massive assumptions, and the women in America on Tuesday are going to tell the Democrats it's about the economy, it's about the price of my groceries, it's about spending money for my children and, and, and sports and, 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 and field trips, things that I can't even afford anymore and I have to make tough decisions on because i got to decide whether to heat my home or put gas in the car. It is very difficult. David Bossi on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, everybody. He is president of Citizens United. David, uh, we got word a little while ago, President Biden delivering a previously unannounced speech to the nation tonight from the Capitol. Um, who do you think he's going to be targeting tonight in this address? Well, you know, they're saying this is going to be a, uh, a you know, a, a democracy speech, a threat of democracy. Once again, this is the Democrats misreading. Over the last several days, they said their closing message was going to be on the economy, which is number one, number two, number three, number four in every poll in America is the economy. Different versions of it, whether it's interest rates or gas prices, inflation, you name it, it's, it's on people's minds. And instead, they go back to abortion, January 6th. Uh, and the threat of democracy and the American people are once again, it's not that they don't want democracy. All of us want democracy. We're not interested in their socialist left wing agenda that they, um, uh, that they're for, that they have for the last two years foisted on the American people. All right, David, uh, we're going to leave it there. Good Intel as always. And again, we just appreciate the great work you're doing for the country there, um, uh, there at Citizens United. Hey, Todd, thanks for having me. Let's do it again right after Election Day. Love Let's that. do it. All right, David Bossi, everybody. And you heard his prediction of that Republicans retake the Senate and the House of Representatives bracing tonight for Dark Brandon uh, 2.0 coming from the Capitol. Uh, we're going to keep you updated on that. Hillary Clinton also is ratcheting up the rhetoric, saying people don't understand what is at stake in this election. Oh, yes, we do, ma'am. 
Oh, yes, we do, Mrs. Bill Clinton. We understand exactly what is at stake. We are stopping socialism dead in its tracks. That's what Election Day is all about. All right, let's get to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Maine. Webb is on the line, WLOB, our great affiliate. There are a lot of Maine callers today. Webb, what's on your mind? How are you doing, Todd? I'm good, thank um, you. Okay, well, uh, I want you to consider this. I don't think that no matter what happens, these people are going to leave office. They're going to find some excuse to stay there, whether it's martial law, whether it's this or that, because all the people they've persecuted for years are going to now prosecute them, and they know it. So these people are high on power, and do you really think they're going to let go, even if they lose? That's a good question, Webb, um, and I don't know the answer to that. The you know the the Democrats are are cornered. They know they're going to be losing in massive numbers, and honestly, the most dangerous time in this nation is going to be November the ninth when the final votes are are tallied, and the day until Republicans take charge of the U.S. Congress. Uh, the Democrats are going to be unhinged. And God only knows the kinds of executive orders and legislation they're going to shove down the pike. What happens to rats when they're cornered? It's the same situation. Uh, Very well said, Webb. Very well said. All right, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Robert, WSIC, our great affiliate there. Robert, what's on your mind? Hey, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say that I think we might as well forget red and blue. The whole country has turned brown with bull stuff, you know. It, it's so hard to determine what's true and what's a lie anymore with all the propaganda and lies both sides are telling about each other. Uh, I, I just I don't know where to go. It's, it's grade-A fertilizer, Robert. That's what it is. Um, but I will say this. It's not the Republicans. The Republicans are not spewing the lies here. This is coming from the Democrat Party. Um, I, well, I, go ahead. With you on that. Yeah, it's and I I think we have to you know, we have to get away from this thing of well you know both sides no 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 it's not both sides it's the Democrats they're the ones that are out there fomenting all this hatred and this rage against Republicans. By the way, I haven't heard a single Republican leader who laughed at Paul Pelosi getting knocked upside the head by a hammer. You haven't heard it on this program. We have been very sympathetic to Paul Pelosi. Nobody deserves to nobody deserves to be the victim of a crime in their home. But the fact, the mere fact that we're raising questions and that we're asking about the narrative of what happened in San Francisco, all of a sudden that makes you some sort of a propagandist or a conspiracy theorist. That's a load of hooey. We have a right to ask questions, and we should be asking those questions. Robert, appreciate the call. Let's go to Mike in Georgia, WDUN, our great station there. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, I was wondering, you know, when when you were young and your mom and dad give you a whooping, sometimes they'd tell you to, to think about it, you know, so you wouldn't do whatever it was again. And I was wondering if you thought the Democrats would take their whooping and learn or just, you know, blame it all on anybody else. 
Mike, I've got a theory about this, and you're right. I remember when I was a kid. I grew up in the South, and we got whoopings, as you said, uh, back in yep. the uh, back in the day. The I don't think they are going to learn their lesson here. And and Mike, okay. you have to just understand something here. Nancy Pelosi is not as powerful as we think she is. The people that are really controlling the Democrat Party right now are the Obamas. They are radical leftists, the AOC crowd. Uh, when you look at Bill and Hillary Clinton, they are they're they're pragmatic about their politics, which is why Bill Clinton was able to get Republican support. Obama's not like that. I mean, he wants to destroy this nation. And this goes back to his father's days in Kenya and the anti-colonialism that his father, uh, th- that ideology that his father espoused. Uh, that's Barack Obama. He thinks that America is the problem on the world stage, which is why he spent much of his presidency going around apologizing on our behalf. So, yes, I so, so again, I, I don't. It's not that they're going to take a whooping and learn from it. They're going to double down, and what's going to happen is you're going to you're about to see the the Democrat Party just surge to the left. Nancy Pelosi is not a leftist; she's a liberal, but she's not a leftist. But the problem is Nancy Pelosi is going to be marginalized. She's going to be shoved to the side, and you could see people like the AOCs and Rashida Tlaibs and Elhan Omar's stepping up into leadership. I'm with you. Okay. All right, well, Mike. I, just, I was just wondering. Thank you for your comment. Appreciate the call. I <laughs> No, I got a whooping a time or two. Grace Baker, you ever get a whooping, or was that past your um, – you're I Gen mean, Zer. I got a spanking like once, but see, I was a rule follower. So once it happened, once I learned, and I said, mm, "Not doing that again." So I was an angel child. So, so you were a good child. I was a good child. All right, I'm not even going to ask Kyle. I know the answer to that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break here, folks. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight toll-free telephone number that's 844-747-8868 may i tell you about our friends at patriot mobile we love those guys they're just out there fighting for freedom and you got to love freedom fighters like that america's only christian conservative wireless carrier and i can't tell you how many messages i've gotten from you folks saying hey todd i made the switch to patriot mobile and i am so glad i did well, folks, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And all the information is there. You have any questions, they're happy to answer those questions. And they have plans for your business. They also have plans for your home. And the, uh, the, the, the rates are incredibly reasonable. And they've got a plan to fit any budget, no matter how big or how small. Again, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. By the way, got to use my promo code Todd. They're going to give you free premier activation and a free gift. We'll be right back. All right, Grace Baker, I've got I've got to read this letter. It's it's written in cursive, and you know we love handwritten letters. Yes, of course. I can't. I'm not going to say who wrote it because I think she's an elderly granny type oh, grandma person okay. from Kansas. One of our Kansas listeners. Okay, dear Mister Starnes, since the only technical gadget I have is the flip phone. Oh, those are coming back in style. You'll receive this letter. Um, and uh, she goes on to say that she listens to the program on a rerun. That means uh, it plays in the evening time. And I only listen part-time. You have great guests. Um, I love the conversations you have. 
Um, but I've got some problems. Uh-oh. And so she lists the – there are eight problems she has with my show. Dang. Uh, number one, she says Chick-fil-A. They apologized for the stand against the – oh, she she has a slur here against the uh, LGBT folks. I'll just clean that up. She says um, Chick-fil-A has apologized for their stand against the LGBT folks uh, and people still flock there. She's got a problem with Chick-fil-A. I like how she said flock. Number two, Nikki Haley. Wait, what? What's, I, I, what's wrong with Nikki Haley? She was trained under the World Economic Forum, so she's a globalist. Oh. Number three, Mike Lindell. What? Yes. He has the best pillows, though. She says, as a Christian, he went to a bar slash restaurant. No Christian should be comfortable where people are drinking. Uh, Oh, no. Well, I won't say anything. Grace, you're a sinner. (laughs) I've been to a sports bar before, okay? Well, if you go, I mean, I I don't think. Go to watch a football game. Look, if you're going to Applebee's, I don't think you're going to hell. Right? I would hope not. You may have to go to the bathroom. That's lot, what I was going to say, but. That in itself could be a problem. That and chilies. Well, uh, yeah. What's the uh, baby back, baby back, baby back? Is that chilies? That, that's it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Ukrainian President Zelensky. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we like him either. I don't think we love him. Oh, uh, number five, which is a twofer, uh, Robert Jefferson Franklin Graham. What? She says they pushed the COVID vaccine. Okay. Next, Trump's son-in-law. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's a globalist and anti-Israel. He's Jewish. Son-in-law. Number seven, Dr. Oz is pro-abortion and an Islamist. No, wait. You don't like Dr. Oz I know I don't like Dr. Oz. And Elon Musk. Oh. (laughs) She says he wants to take a piece of your skull out and put in a chip. Whoa. I don't think you'll have a problem. I think he just wants to put a blue check mark in your skull. But Oh, she also has a problem. I guess there are nine problems. Actually, ten if you count Franklin Graham as a separate entity, which you probably should. <laughs> uh, she says, Todd, you got to stop saying Jesus-o. It sounds too much, too much like you're using the Lord's name in vain. Oh, come on now. Really? Jesus-o, America. Todd. You can't please everybody. Yeah, there you go. Stick around. We'll be right back, folks. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Hello, people of the planet Earth. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Six days away from the midterm elections. And we're also a few hours away from President Biden delivering some sort of a weird speech. We believe it's going to be Darth Brandon 2.0 from Washington, D.C. We're keeping um, our eyes on that as well. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen, but if you're a conservative, you might want to pack a toothbrush with you wherever you go today because we don't know what's going to go on. He's either going to declare war on Russia, he's uh, going to declare martial law, or maybe he will cancel the elections or round up all of us conservatives so uh, we got to be ready no matter what happens tonight uh 844-747-8868 that's our toll-free telephone number that's 
844-747-8868. So a few moments ago, President Biden did an interview with Ricky Smiley, a radio host, and he was asked, what did you do for black people? And Biden says he was going off about how uh, how he, he's been working on the marijuana laws. That's how he's been helping black people. And then he points out that he, he put the first black person on the Supreme Court. Now, yours truly, fact check, Joe Biden. And uh, again, the president is incorrect. Thurgood Marshall was the first black Supreme Court justice. Clarence Thomas, the second. Again, these mental lapses, it's just unbelievable. And then the other day, Vice President Harris had to literally stop the guy from walking off the edge of a, of a stage into the abyss. Well, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker lines, and we've got a lot of lines today, folks. It is our big radio roundtable uh, from the great state of New Jersey. Our good friend Mary Walter joins us. Hi, Mary. Hello, Todd. How are you? I am well. Thank you for asking. Good. Hope you're doing well. Yes. Good, good. Uh, let's go to Jeff Stein, who is uh, the host of KXEL, the blowtorch of the heartland, Waterloo, Iowa. Jeffrey Stein, hope you're doing well today. Not as good as you, Todd, but I keep trying. And the, <laughs> Thank you for that, Jeff. And the lovely, the lovely Denise Quinn, host at KYKN. She's triggering leftists all over the state of Oregon. Uh, Denise, how are you? I am doing well. It's an honor to be on with you and, and Mary and Jeff. And interestingly, my husband is from, from Waterloo, and I am from New Jersey, so this just feels really kind of perfect. Wow, a Jersey girl. Let's <laughs> yes, go, girl. Indeed. I love it. Hey, way out here in Oregon. And what is it? Is a Waterlooian? What do you guys call yourselves, Jeff Stein? <laughs> Waterlusion is what I've just made up. We oh, see if that I like it. And you're an attorney, too, Jeff Stein, so you can just go ahead and codify that. <laughs> it's, uh, if, if you'll let me use my other phone, I'll trademark it right now. There we go. I All love right, it. Good. All right. I want to start with Mary. And then, uh, guys, we're just going to make this a free-for-all. So jump in, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking a, a lot about the issues. Uh, we just heard President Biden going to be addressing the nation tonight. Mary, what do you think we can expect? Well, apparently he's going to talk about he's he's giving this speech from the Capitol because that's where the that's where the overthrow of democracy was attempted from the Capitol. So I'm sure they're going to trot out the red lights again and, you know, two stormtroopers in the back. And because it worked so well the first time, uh, so they're going to do it again. Here's here's what's amazing to me about all of this. And I think I've said it before to you, Todd. How are the Democrats misreading the room this badly? This is what Republicans do. Republicans are the ones who can't message. Republicans are the ones. Well, let's face it. A lot of Republicans kind of just fell into this. Right. And because the Democrats are playing so poorly, uh, it, it's it's falling into their lap. How are they screwing this up so badly? I don't understand it. Nobody cares about January 6th, but they don't have anything else. I, I, don't, I, I am going to be fascinated, glued to my television with popcorn and a beer because this is going to be the best entertainment there is tonight. Jeff Stein. <laughs> they are so desperate, Todd, and this is where it gets very dangerous. The Democrats these days are like an animal that is cornered, and mm -hmm. that makes them unpredictable. It means they can lash out in any manner, and your advice that people should carry a toothbrush is probably, sadly, not far from the truth. When you've got, and this is to Mary's point, I was reading again today how Democrats, Democrat operatives are saying, why are we focusing on January 6th? Why are we focusing on all these issues that do not resonate with voters? 
those leading strategists are bracing for a bloodbath if people actually turn out and vote on the right side of the spectrum as we think they might. And, and you know, Denise, it's especially mm-hmm. interesting in Oregon where you guys could have some historic victories there. Uh, first time in, in, what, 40 years you mm-hmm. might have a Republican in the governor's mansion. Yeah, the last Republican we had was Governor Vicatia, and he left office in 1987. And uh, there's a lot of excitement out here. We're seeing a lot of the same things. But remember, Oregon's had 30 years of vote by mail, so they've had a long time to perfect shenanigans. So, you know, I'm kind of watching the race, especially the Drazen race. I want to see, you know, she's been up in the polls throughout for, for most of the last month. But I want to see a little bit more of a margin until I'm really comfortable because, again, having lived out here and, and seen a, a number of election cycles, I'm waiting, you know, maybe at 10 o'clock we go to bed and everybody's up, 2 a.m., and then we wake up in the morning and, and Lord knows what's going to happen. So we've had a lot of time to perfect it out here. So watch us very carefully because if we pull this off in Oregon, anyone can do it. And, of course, we're going to have six hours of live election coverage on the Todd Stern Show. Uh, it's going to be crazy, and I will be getting you guys to uh, to phone in and let us know what's happening in your areas. Uh, Jeff Stein, when you look at some of these numbers coming out, uh, Wall Street Journal, a new survey, um, suburban white suburban women uh, just bolting the Democrat Party and embracing the the Republicans, I'd like to get your take on that from the heartland, and then Mary, jump in. Sure. It's kitchen table issues, Todd. That's what's important. The Democrats thought that group of people that you mentioned would be in the bank because of the Dobbs decision. And while that may be a factor, they're much more concerned about jobs and crime and can we put food on the table that isn't simply meatless hamburger helper every night because they can't afford everything else. So again, Democrats have their own beltway idea of what's important. There's absolutely no way it works in the heartland, and I think that's what you're going to see in these closing days. Yeah, and I just would like to. I I think Jeff is a hundred percent right. They take they've taken a lot of their voter base for granted, and they've just assumed, you know, like Biden said, well, if you're not black, you're you're not. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. You know, and and that's everybody just assumes that. Yeah, those certain bases are in the tank for the Democrats. But I just want to piggyback a little bit off of what Denise had to say about shenanigans of mail-in voting and everything else. Why does it take this country so long to count votes? When when did that become acceptable? That happened in like just the last couple of election cycles. And now we accept that we may not know who somebody is who won a seat for a week. I thought we went to electronic voting in order to get to make it faster and to make it more secure. And we have the powers that be in this country telling us, well, you know, everybody's trying to hack our elections. I'm like, wow, if only there was a way to vote that was unhackable, like, oh, I don't know, paper ballots (laughs) that we could count the same day. So I, I and this idea that, you know, people are expecting shenanigans overnight is is just accepted now. Yeah, we may not know for a week. And everybody goes, oh, okay, and walks away. I don't understand it. How can France count all their ballots for a presidential election in one day? Denise. I'm ranting. Sorry. Sorry, that was a little rant. Well, Sorry. You're absolutely right, Mary. And in Oregon, we do have paper ballots because they're mail-in. But we have it now you even see on the back of the ballot, we can take up to seven days to count because it's now based right. on postmark, which is crazy. If it's not there when we're counting the ballots, oh, well. 
you missed. Come back and try again next year. And exactly. Pen- and Pennsylvania's already said, hey, look, we're not going to know for a while. Right. Uh, you know, you're like, well, okay, why not? I mean, you guys know that you're going to have a lot of people. As a matter of fact, pre-election voting has already surpassed um, what happened in 2018. So you know that a lot of people are going to be out there. Prepare. I, I, just very quickly, I'm sorry, Jeff. Just I, I say to people who love this mail-in voting thing, I'll tell you what. Do a little experiment. Go to the bank, take out five $100 bills out of your account, put them in an envelope, and mail them to yourself. If you won't do that because you don't think it's secure enough, why in God's name do you mail your ballot? It's a fair point. Well, Jeff? One of the great things we have here in the free state of Iowa is we have paper ballots as well, and we have modified election laws this year, not because there was a problem, but to prevent a problem. So, for example, you want to mail it in? That's fine. The window is now shorter, and very important, it must be received at the county courthouse by the time the polls close on Election Day. Don't care if it got lost in the mail. Again, uh, game over at 8 o'clock Iowa time on Tuesday night. And we count them fair for the very reasons that have been mentioned. You keep the window short, you have paper ballots, and you don't have election season, you have election day. I want to play some audio for for you guys and uh, get you to weigh in here. Biden in Florida yesterday out on the campaign trail speaking at a historically black college. Um, Here's what Biden said, cut number 20. It's great to be at Florida Memorial University, one of the nation's great HBCUs. I'm a big fan of HBCUs. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. Okay, that's pretty good, man. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So it turns out that he actually, he was not Corn Pop's roommate at Delaware State. He actually went to the University of Delaware, which is Lily White. Uh, Jeff Stein, your reaction? It is so tragic to see this because I once uh, did some documentary work about uh, the wartime effort and was interviewing veterans. And one of the caretakers said, you have to be careful when you talk with this guy because He has heard all of these stories from others, and he now believes he was there as part of these battles. Honest to goodness, that's what's happening with the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. He's hearing other stories, and he's pretending it happened to him, and sadly, he does not even realize that it's not the truth. That's the tragic part. Hey, Mary Walter, um, of course, you've ridden the Acela Express before, uh, the big train system there on the Northeast. (laughs) So Biden's always telling the story about the train conductor, but it turned out the train conductor had, and one story, had already retired from Amtrak, uh, and he talked about how he and they were just big buds, and then it turns out that the guy was actually dead. So... (laughs) It's, and Biden, you know, they, they know these stories are not true, but I guess now they're just humoring the guy. Well, I mean, the other day he said he talked about, you know, lowering drug prices and, you know, insulin. I've lowered the cost of insulin and he ta- insulin is a great drug. And then he talks about how he met the guy who invented insulin, who died two years before Joe Biden was born. To, to what to what Jeff had to say, though, this is nothing new with him. Yeah, he has been lying. He lied. I, I graduated in the top half of my my law school class or the top ten percent of my law school class. No, he didn't. The man has lied his entire career, but he's gotten away with it his entire career. You know, didn't he tell us he drove a truck? Yeah, I used to drive a truck. And we're like, 
when did Joe Biden get his CDL license? Joe Biden's never had his CDL. He's been he's been a politician for his entire life. It's, it's true. It, right. D- so he always gets away with it. And that's the sad thing. And the people on the left are like, it's OK, because he's our liar. Uh, so it's all right. Denise, is that how they see it out there in Oregon? I think so. A lot of people, I remember watching the debates, and I even had some family members who thought, you know, he's just old, affable Joe, and it's just a gaffe, and it seems sort of harmless until now here we are, and it's really not. We feel, I feel like, you know, a lot of us are on the, we're on the precipice of something really quite dangerous. It's not funny anymore. It's not endearing. It's not cute. It's dangerous. All right, look, guys, we got to take a break. When we come back, I want to get your predictions for Election Day. And then I want to play some uh, – We we I think we may have some audio from a Starbucks employee. And I want to get your take on, on that as well. Uh, but we got to take a break. Now, we have Denise Quinn, KYKN. We have Mary Walter on uh, the line from New Jersey and Jeff Stein from KXCL uh, in Waterloo, Iowa. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. I want to start with Denise Quinn in uh, Salem, Oregon, and uh, Denise, Jeff, and then Mary. Uh, who do you think's Who do you think's going to win? What's it going to look like? The Republicans take the House and the Senate on election night. I think so. I'm I'm, I'm pretty optimistic, and and what I'm seeing on the ground here, just sort of in our little corner of the world. A lot of crossover voters, a lot of people really, really, really fed up. I don't think the R and the D necessarily matter that much anymore. People are scared and they're 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 ticked off. Jeff Stein. I think the Republicans have a fifteen seat majority in the House. It'll be oh, they'll get fifty two in the Senate, but it's gonna be tough. And Mary Walter. All right, so I'm a pessimist because I'd rather be pleasantly surprised than horribly disappointed. (laughs) So I say they take the House, but because so many of the Senate races are so close, to Denise's point before, I don't trust the shenanigans. I trust some of these election officials as far as I can throw them. So I think uh, uh, Republicans may may not take the Senate. Okay, so there you have it, folks. We're gonna we're gonna keep tabs on all of this, and uh, we'll bring it back. And whoever is correct is gonna win a prize. So, I think we have some leftover uh, Halloween candy. So there you well, go. I don't I don't want to be candy. correct. So <laughs> I hope I lose. All right, so we'll yeah. So you know what? We'll give you losers will win too. Uh, I want to play some. I want to play some audio. This mayor, we don't. This the the pronoun here is a little fuzzy. But I think this is a transgender Starbucks worker who is freaking out because they have to work 25 hours uh, a week. Let's take a listen. I'm like a full-time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week. And then on weekends, they schedule me the entire day open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours, both Saturday and Sunday. I'm like three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers and we have four people on the floor all day. <laughs> Only five people were put on the schedule and somebody had to call out and there are four people running the whole store. And okay, I can't take it up. I... Five what gets me here is nobody answers the phone. Answer the <laughs> phone. Somebody wants to order something. Mary, what is going on with America's young people? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was laughing so hard I missed it. Um, so can I just, first of all, with these, listen, you do you. You want to be transgendered. I truly don't care. Just make my coffee. All right? Like, I, I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what you happen to come to work as today or what you identify as. Make my coffee. That's it. 
Um, but the, the fact that what really bothers me is when these these transgendered women, these men are almost like a cartoon version of what they think a woman is. Because yeah. women melt down because they have to work so much today. No, real women buck up and they do the work. Stop being a stereotype or some weird cartoon version of what you think. That being said, I I can't with this person. I hope a lot of people just laughed on Instagram at that video and just told them get back to work. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So it's it's there's a lot of going on there that I have an issue with. Jeff Stein, twenty seconds. You know, back when we were growing up. Yes. Well, you're you're a small business owner, Todd. How hard is it to get people of a certain demographic to actually work for a living? It's a yeah. little different in broadcasting because it's a passion. But it is ridiculous that we have grown this generation of entitled individuals. It's yep. true. Denise, we're giving you the final word. Ten uh, seconds. Yeah, absolutely. This little precious pony. I'm sorry, but we all kind of worked retail <laughs> back in the day. And can we bring back maybe being embarrassed about putting something like this out for there for the world to consume? Oi. <laughs> That's terrible. All right. Denise <laughs> Quinn, Jeff Stein, Mary Walter, host of the Mary Walter podcast, by the way. Got to check that out. We'll put a link to it over on the live show blog. Uh, guys, thank you. Thanks so thank much. You, Thanks, Todd. Thanks, everybody. All right, now we got we got to go back to work. No crying here. No crying in radio, Grace Baker. All right, folks, hang tight. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, let's uh, go to the phones here, ladies and gentlemen. 844-747-8868. Patty in North Carolina wants to weigh in on the Biden speech. Hey, Patty, what have you been up to? Hey, Todd, I want to say something. I'm going to Latrobe, Pennsylvania on Saturday. For the big rally. Hell yeah, I don't miss none of my guys' rallies, okay? I love it. I love uh, it. Listen, at least he's got people there, okay? This is true. It's a fair uh, point. But anyway, I want to say something about tonight's speech. Um, yeah, he's going to just scream and yell. And you know it's going to be about mega, mega people. January 6th people. Is he going to come out with the blood red in the back? That's a good question, Patty. Uh, it was not a good look for him the first go around, but it ain't I'm not going to be a good look tonight, neither. No, are you concerned, Patty? I mean, this is you know he's concerned again putting about what this guy, this guy this guy's done. He know they know that they have nothing to run on, Todd. Mm. Well, it's fair enough. That's fair enough, Patty. Let us know about the rallies. You'll have to give us a call back on Monday. Appreciate the... I will definitely call you, but I just want to say another thing. Sure, real quick. They tried to throw Obama in there, and it didn't work. It's true. It's true. Uh, Detroit, Michigan, uh, half-empty gymnasiums. So uh, what Obama is trying to sell people are, are not buying. Patty, appreciate the call. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend, Timothy Head from the Faith and Freedom Coalition. Timothy, always good to have you on the show. Well, <clears throat> thanks so much for having me, Todd. And uh, I won't be able to be in uh, in, in attendance at, at rallies, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your your previous callers, you know, report on uh, uh, any chance that maybe emerge, you know, from the crowd unexpectedly. This, uh, you know, coming up coming up here. 
Yeah, you know, Timothy, it's uh, you, it, it troubles me that you have uh, people out there in a political party, the Democrats, and you have the mainstream media, and they they project everything the Democrats are doing out there. They project on you know the the, the conservatives of the Republican Party, and quite frankly, they are putting a target on their backs, and that really troubles me. Well, you know. Uh this uh, this notion of of uh, you know projecting is uh, is actually a very real phenomenon. You know, people do it. Uh, it's kind of a deep deep psychological uh, phenomenon as well. And uh, it's interesting when you see whole large collections or populations of people or leaders that start doing this exact exact thing um, that they uh, they actually have have a bunch of consternation themselves, and so they start accusing other people of doing the exact same thing. Uh, the exact thing that they themselves are perpetrating. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not only it's uh, politically dubious, but it also is like psychologically uh, very uh, concerning, frankly. Uh, Timothy, your organization has been incredibly successful registering people to vote. I, I'm curious to know about turnout projections. Uh, you guys specifically registering a lot of evangelicals and getting out the evangelical vote, among others. Uh, what are things looking like? Well, you know, our organization, Faith and Freedom Coalition, exists to mobilize. The way we say it is to educate and mobilize uh, people of faith to be effective citizens. Okay, and uh, and and frankly, you know, we saw we continue continue to see an uptick. We started in 2009, but the 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 cycles, uh, you know, the 2020 uh, elect, electoral cycle saw an enormous, a record number of, of Christians that voted. And 22, it's not a presidential cycle, obviously, but we're actually seeing record-breaking turnout. Uh, for a midterm, so we're we're ahead of 2018 or 2014 numbers by significant numbers, and um, and you know the interesting piece even on on early voting is um, typically uh, more typically Democrats tend to tend to vote early, uh, but we're seeing a lot of rural you know counties that are that are basically red counties across the country uh, that are just kind of. Um, burgeoning over. I mean, these are just floods of people that are voting early. Um, and so, you know, honestly, I'm very encouraged. And, and I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of uh, reluctant to use the word wave, you know, from a very strict kind of political science perspective. But we actually may be moving in that direction for this cycle. You know, um, uh, one of the areas that we've been looking at, the state of Georgia, Faith and Freedom Coalition, very involved there, boots on the ground. Uh, how are things looking for Herschel Walker? I mean, he's been subjected to a lot of attacks over the past couple of weeks. Well, the last several months, for that matter. So, uh, so you know, I, I'd say the short version is, you know, interestingly enough, the uh, the Kemp um, uh, Abrams race has turned out to be a bit of a nothing burger. Uh, Abrams is profoundly un- underperforming, and Kemp, frankly, is overperforming. And then, uh, you know, the Warnock camp specifically, as well as these kind of uh, shadow spending groups, have dumped. Uh, we're now estimating between 110 and 120 million dollars on Herschel Walker's head over the last basically three months. He was up by probably two or three back in like July, early August. He went under uh, water by two or three for most of, of late August into September. Um, but he's actually really surged, especially since his debate performance now about two and a half weeks ago. 
And um, and basically, when people got to hear directly from Herschel Walker instead of these cut up edits of you know something he said 13 months ago into a cell phone or whatever, uh, 13 years ago into a cell phone, uh, people really liked it, both in content and delivery. He's very passionate. He's very um, uh, methodical and kind of reasoned in the way he approaches things. And people were like, "Wow, how come we hadn't heard more from Herschel Walker?" Because uh, the left won't cover him personally. They only want to talk about what somebody else said about Herschel Walker, you know? So, um, so I, we're actually very encouraged. Faith Freedom's hit over 500,000 doors already in Georgia. Uh, we, we're on our way to 600,000 doors uh, here in Georgia alone. And I, I actually think there's a very good chance that Herschel wins this thing in, uh, outright, even without a, a runoff. It's going to be close, but uh, I think he may win without a runoff. Timothy, real quick, among uh, evangelical voters, what are the big issues that are sending people to the polls? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's one of the kind of misnomers I think a lot of people on the left get, uh, have about Christians is that they only care about things like life and religious liberty and, and, you know, marriage and family. Obviously, we care deeply about those things, but all of us still have jobs. All of us still have houses. All of us still have kids, you know, that are going to schools. And so the, the big issues right now, uh, as we are doing our own sampling across the country, are um, inflation is number one. Crime is actually number two, and then the life question is number three. Are the impressions that we're getting from the 24 states that we're uh, that we're engaged in and directly? And, and honestly, when those issues are at the top of the uh, of the uh, voters' minds, uh, that normally means that conservatives are going to do very well. All right. Well, Timothy, we appreciate you coming on the program uh, today, um, and uh, good luck uh, to all those great voters out there in Georgia. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Todd, and I'll uh, keep up the uh, good work, and we'll look forward to uh, hopefully celebrating some good results here in about a, about a week from now. All right. Timothy Head, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from Faith and Freedom Coalition, 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. This is The Todd Stern Show. Good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and it got our paid. Here's what I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. We also be able to make more in Pennsylvania. When he had a choice to make his merchandise, the Oz label is on, he made it all in China. And how can a man, you know, with, with you know, 10 gigantic mansions, you know, has unwilling uh, to talk about a willing wage. Now, we, we all have to make sure that everyone that works is able to, that's that's the most American bargain. And I believe they haven't have any businesses being, being uh, he doesn't want to talk about having somebody having a living wage and having somebody able to survive. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. What I support, I support on Roe v. Wade. And I've always believed that the choice believes women and their doctors, I believe Gosh, all right, stop, 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 good golly, Wally. So, look, this is John Fetterman, ladies and gentlemen. This is the guy who the Democrats want you to believe is is capable of being a United States senator. And, and folks, it is this is nuts 
This is absolutely nuts. The man belongs in rehab so he can successfully recover from from his stroke. I mean, folks, this is terrible. You know, when I had um, when I had my open heart surgery back in two thousand five. Um, in two thousand nine, I suffered a stroke as a result of the blood thinners I had to take, and it took it took a solid year to fully recover. And even today, you, I have those residual moments. Um, and Grace Baker, you probably don't know this, but um, after the stroke, I had a problem with numbers. I just have a problem with numbers. I already have a problem and, with numbers, so no judgment here. <laughs> I but, didn't notice, you know. But but I'm serious. It's um, and that's just something I have to. I know that for the rest of my life, I will have that issue, and uh, you know, you learn to work around it. But it took a long time. Well, you're not running to be a freaking senator. That's true. But it takes more intelligence to operate a talk radio program. That's a good I'm just going to tell you that. But I, I mean, I'm fine now. But it took a long time yeah. to, to actually get that way. Is, well, you is were the point. covered. You yes, didn't rush into something you, like he did. That's right, and I get it because I'm one of those people. And you know, uh, after eye surgery, where was I? Back in the studio <laughs> I I, in with the an studio. eye patch. I'm like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you want to work. Yeah, yeah. You got to feel <sighs> useful. <laughs> Like Todd, take a break. Uh, hey, Lay let, down. we got to go to the phones here. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a conversation with the Queen of New Orleans. We're talking about the lovely, beautiful, and talented Miss Janice. Thank you, Todd. Thank you very much. Now, when it comes to Fetterman, he's an idiot and an imbecile. And <laughs> well, people, too. It's... people are putting this on the stroke. I don't know how much of it is really the stroke. Some of it, yes but not all of it. When you're going to stand there and go, hello, good night. I mean, come on, as Biden would say. This is ridiculous. I don't think all of this is due to a stroke. I think he was always an idiot and an imbecile. I really do. I think that's just the man you're looking at there. Yeah, he's a punk. I mean, you know, before the stroke, he had that punk mentality going out there. You remember pointing the shotgun at the poor black jogger right. in the neighborhood? Uh, yeah. the, the, I, I get his type. I, I do. But but still, I Miss mean, Janice, I, and I hear what you're saying. I just feel bad for the guy. I've been there. I know what that's like. And you you just, you know, yeah. it's. I don't wish that on anybody. I mean, it's no, a horrible no. thing having a stroke. Yeah, I know. I know. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I'd have a husband right now if that hadn't happened. I live every day of my life in agony because of that. So it's just a, a terrible, terrible thing. I know that. And I ask myself each and every day, how in the hell did this happen? What happened? How did it happen? Why did it happen? Was it because of COVID? They claimed he tested positive fault. Was it something else? Who knows? I'll never have answers to it. And so far as Biden, Biden's going to talk tonight, but he don't even know what he's going to say. We'll just have to find out when he does it because he plans on doing something. And then by the time he gets done with all his fumbling and mumbling, you know, it ends up being, uh, you know, double talk, double speak. And you don't even know what he's trying to convey. So I'm going to check it out tonight just for the hell of it, just for fun. <laughs> May as well. I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what's going down. Yeah. All right, Miss Janice. Well, it's good. It's good hearing from you. And I know, I know uh, you're a fan you're a among fan. all of our all of our listeners and uh, just god bless you so our good friend miss janice so there you go 
All right. Uh, Sebastian Gorka, Dr. Gorka, was on the the morning show on KWAM, our great news anchor, Ben Dieter. Uh, and this guy, by the way, and I didn't realize this, Grace Baker, Ben Dieter is like the youngest talk radio host in America on a top 51 market city. Man, the more you know, that's pretty I just I mean, he's a great, he's a great, he's a great hire. And anyway, uh, Dieter was, uh, had Gorka on, and here's what Gorka had to say, cut 23. All right, so let's talk about what happens after six days. So let's say, hypothetically, and there is good signs that this will happen, the red wave washes over the country. What happens next, in your opinion, from interviewing these MAGA candidates, these America First Patriots? Do you think they'll roll up their sleeves and fight to stop this administration? Are you hopeful? Look, uh, it, it depends. It depends on what we can do once we're inside the building. So we're going to have. Look at the president's record. He's got what, like two hundred and twenty for for eleven in terms of endorsements. That he said on my show that this is this is now a MAGA party. It, it isn't the old rhino uh, go along to get along, footsie under the table with the Democrats party. This is a MAGA party. If we have all those amazing candidates come in in the senate as well we've got those amazing races with jd vance and others then then we'll see more people the, the likes of of uh, matt gates uh, more people like you know in the in, in the mold of a jim jordan and they have to exert pressure on on those that have seniority inside the building all right there you go that's dr gorka uh he was also asked you know gorka had um he had Trump on his show yesterday, and uh, Trump has just been making the rounds. And um, here's what uh, Trump had to tell Dr. Gorka about running again. Cut 24. He thinks it's going to be an absolutely crushing defeat for the Democrats. We talked about what it means for the GOP after the midterms and how uh, once he's back in office, there's going to have to be a serious change of leadership as well because uh, we can't have rhinos like Mitch McConnell running the, the Senate. So I, I, I recommend everybody listen to the uh, the actual uh, podcast of America First, but he was in fine form, fine form, and uh, uh, everybody knows, I don't think I'm breaking news here, that he is going to run for the presidency. Well, of course he is, and he should. Uh, the Republicans winning in a landslide, and I want you to hear me, and this is a brilliant strategy on the part of, of President Trump. You know what this election has is really not about? It's not about Donald Trump. You don't hear people talking about Donald Trump out on the campaign trail. This is about the issues. This is about what matters to you, your pocketbook, your safety. That's what this is This was, is about. And that's why Biden is going to try and change the conversation tonight in this Darth Brandon speech 2.0. I don't think it's going to work. And we're going to give you some full analysis tomorrow, and we'll do a blow-by-blow. But I think for the average, the average American, they're just fed up. And let's can we just be honest here? I mean, that's what we do on this program. I think we're all just fed up with everybody, both political parties. We're just kind of fed up. You know, we send all these people to Washington, and then the Republicans vote alongside the Democrats. But we're willing to give the Republicans a, a, a second chance. And it's really not a second chance. It's like a 30-second chance. But we're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because we got to stop this. We are on a path to socialism in this country. And you see what's happening in Brazil right now, where the socialists stole the election. We cannot and we must not allow the Democrats, the socialists, 
to steal another election. So look, we're gonna, folks, we're in this together. It's an honor to be able to hang out with you, noon to three Eastern, three hours of talk radio, and then we get to hang out on the social media platforms and the website. Uh, by the way, be sure to download the newsletter and the podcast. Those are coming out here momentarily. A record year, a record month on the website, by the way. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe, America. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.